basically they got into private lending and now just merged the two under one new name, Cap One Lending. Got it. Long story short. All right, guys, episode 69 of Yellow Color Glasses. And we have another awesome guest on today, uh, Dalton O'Donnell. And we're going to tell you a little bit about what he does, where he's from, and just what he's got going on. So I know he's super busy. He was awesome enough to come join us today. And so Cap One Lending, right? Yep. That's the company. Mm -hmm. Okay. So before we get going, we always do a review. I'm going to pull up a quick review here. Let's see. Oh, man. I should have had this ready to go. You have so many to pick from. We do have some to pick from. <laughs> I could honestly make one up, and it would probably be okay, but I'm not going to do that. I'll get you one later today. Yeah, dude. We had a lot of, we had a lot of people really read us a ton of reviews. Yeah, you guys got five stars, over 100, 100 uh, reviews on Google. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Okay. We're going to get to the review later. We're going to bring that up. I'm going to, I'm going to bring that. I'll put that in at the end of the episode. So one of the things that we do is when we start this out, we always talk about a peak and a pit. And so peak is what we've got going on, you know, going good. Mm -hmm. Things that are going great. And then pit something that maybe is kind of not going great right now. So peak for me, um, we, so I coach high school basketball too Mm -hmm. and high school girls basketball. And so we had, we had three games this week. We're already, we're already like five games into the season, so we had a good week. We we uh, we're four and one right now, and we have we've had a good start, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. And we also had a really really busy week at the office, and got a lot of stuff knocked out there too. So nice. close some close some business. So it was a busy week. It went fast, but it was a really really good week. So happy with that. What what about you, man? What you got going good? Yeah, um, man. Busy, busy, which is always good, right? Um, I'd rather be too busy than not busy at all. Um, but I've really kind of gotten a, I'm building the real estate investor book of business within my business. And that's awesome. I mean, that's really taken off, helping a lot of investors do like fix and flip loans and stuff like that. Um, so really getting some progress there and, and that's starting to snowball and, and just people are starting to refer me out uh, yeah. because I've kind of became that a staple in the community for those. So that's definitely uh, the peak for, for the week, the last Perfect. couple of weeks. Good but, deal, yeah. dude. Well, pit, pit wise, man, it, dude, it's just the weather. Like this is, I was kind of, I kind of laughed when I got in here at the office this morning because Jake and Michaela, they're in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gosh, dang, they're leaving that. And yeah. They're going to have to come back. They're landing today at like 530. <laughs> and they're going to land and it's going to be all icy and gross. Oh, no. uh, but other than that, man, it just kind of kills your mood sometimes if yeah. you let it. So yeah. um, weather's not good today. But yeah. everything else, man, I don't, I don't really have much bad stuff happening. So. Yeah, I know, right? Life's good. Yeah, I'd say my pit is just... Uh, it's like another good problem to have kind of deal and it's just uh you know finding the enough time in the day to to uh get what i want to get done and you know free up time to do stuff like this and and work out be with the family and and uh so just get fine-tuning certain areas to get a little bit more efficient i would say uh just so then uh you know i don't have to stay in the office till six i get out of there at five and get an extra hour to be with the fam, you know. So yeah, man, for sure. So, but that's getting better. And, and that's what I want. So that's where I want to where I want to start with things. So, Cap One Lending. You know, you're working with, you know, loans, flips, all that stuff. Where Where'd you start? Like, how old are you? Where'd you start? Um, what's your journey kind of been like into into that whole field? Yeah, man, it's it's quite a journey. Um, I'm 30 years old. 
Uh, I went to, you know, grew up in Lee Summit, originally from Detroit, but grew up in Lee Summit. Um, went to Lee Summit North, graduated in 11, went to Westminster College, played football, graduated there in 15 in uh, business and finance, and then inst- instantly went into financial advising. So okay. got my Series 7, 66, life and health, you know, did a little bit of in, uh, life insurance and stuff like that. And uh, ultimately, I was drawn into that is because I wanted to help people become wealthy, mm-hmm. right? I knew what it was like growing up to have no money where the lights are turned off mm-hmm. and to have a lot of money eating crap. And it was just a cycle, right? It was the roller coaster, which became very stressful. Um, and I saw the stress it put on my family and my, you know, my mom, my dad, my siblings. And I'm like, I don't want that for myself. And I want it, if I could help other people achieve financial freedom, then like I'm, my purpose is filled. Like I'm, yeah. my tank's full, right? The money will come later if I can just serve others and help them. And so that's what really drew me into finance. So I was a financial advisor for a couple of years um, and then got into sales. Uh, I never wanted to be into sales, but then I learned more of just the skill set of being able to properly communicate, problem solve, critical think, and stuff like that. Yeah. So got into actually commercial trucking sales. So I was selling semi trucks, trailers, tractors. Okay. It was a management program to get me into a GM spot of a branch of aero truck sales. Okay. And then from there up the ladder into the Volvo Group because they're owned by the Volvo Group. Yeah. And it was amazing. Um, I loved it. It was great training. Learned everything about business. Learned a little bit about commercial financing as well with those uh, with selling equipment. Um, and then from there I found. Uh, now my wife, love of my wa- love of my life, um, and her dad owned a car dealership. And at the time we were just dating, and he's like, "You got to come work for me. You got to come work for me. You got to come work for me." I kept telling him, "No, no, no." But on the third time, he's like, "I will never ask you again if you tell me no three times." You know the rule, yeah. rule th- three there. And uh, I just had a good gut feeling that it was the right decision. You know, his goal was to bring me in, train me on everything he knew. Um, and then open up multiple dealerships, yeah. run the branch essentially first, and uh, good experience. He's a master business guru. Has had companies with four or five hundred employees. You know, multimillionaire, just really successful in business. So I'm like, yeah, I want to learn from you. Whatever you, you know, whatever you have in store for me, let's go. And so I did that for a while and got really good at the financing side, like getting people approved. Yeah. Um, and back into that financing, that's kind of where my passion is. Um, I was running the the branch, running all the financing, running sales, marketing, um, and did that for about three and a half years. Um, and then just kind of was like the, the work-life balance wasn't there, right? And for I sure. wanted to grow a family, be there with my wife, go on vacations, be able to work remote if I wanted to, just kind of have a little bit more freedom. And uh, that's what drew me into mortgages is because you can have that freedom but still help people with the finance side, right? Get yeah. them uh, approved, help them to find a house, which as we both know, real estate is a huge uh, stepping stone into building work, net worth and yeah. building wealth. I mean, it's single-handedly for me been my greatest chip of the rock towards that nest egg with owning just my own primary home. Yeah. Um, and then of course the lending side as well helps. But uh, so yeah, and then ever since then, I haven't looked back, man. I'm in love, I'm passionate about it. I love working with people getting them approved, helping them close on the home, whether it's their first home or their investment home. It's just, it's very rewarding. Yeah. And it's a lot of critical thinking, problem solving, which I'm, I'm addicted to. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you've been, so you have a lot of experience and training in different different areas, different things. So 
Why did it take you three times? Why did it take him asking you three times to do that? Um, were you just were you just kind of settled? Like were you just kind of in, in a groove, making yeah. really good money? You probably didn't want to mess anything up. I mean, money was decent. It wasn't anything crazy, um, but it was a good good benefits, good company, more of a corporate kind of job. Yeah. Um, and I I was doing good. I was starting to you know really get some sales underneath my belt. Um, but the really biggest thing was you know. I was going, it's used car sales. Yeah. And I was a little nervous about that. Um, and also, I was going to be working with my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. So it was a big risk, right? It was burn the boats, jump off the cliff. It was either going to work or and we were going to be, you know, in the sunset running off, happily married. Or you were going to hate each other. Or we were, we were going to be done, right? Or, or just I'd have to, I'd lose a job and a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, I didn't have that peace of mind in the beginning. And I just got, kind of kept praying about it. And eventually, I just kind of felt that peace and that that I trusted my gut. I just had a good gut feeling at that time. I had also I have a couple other mentors that are very successful that started in car sales, and I know it's one of the hardest places to to sell something because you're already at a disadvantage. You're a used car salesman, yeah. right? They're already kind of you're in the quotes. Yeah, yeah. You're I mean, the bad guys ruined it for the good ones, and they already have a bad reputation. So you got to. Not only just build rapport with a stranger, but you have to overcome that stereotype of that you're not a, a sleazy, you know, a sleazy car sales guy. Yeah. And so, uh, but it's it makes you better, right? It makes you Absolutely. better communicator, better uh, salesperson, sales professional. Um, so I was like, you know, that's I know that I don't know. Do you follow Andy Fursilla? Is that one you call? Yeah. So he was um, one big thing he was always about is like being able to influence or properly communicate and being able to manage people or will make you successful and sales is a great place to learn how to influence and communicate and be a good uh, you know motivator I guess influencer yeah. and then I was also going to get that management experience with managing a team underneath me so do you have a team underneath you right now with what you're currently do yeah it's a, kind of a one-man show it's it's a little bit of both I have um, a processor um, and then we have designated underwriters that work with everybody uh, the processor works with everyone as well, and uh, I did have a team. Rates when when rates went up, I I cut back, you know, just kind of cut cost, and went back to more of a one man show. But I'm getting back to that spot where it's probably time to to bring yeah. someone on. There's there's a couple people within Cap One Lending that I am kind of farming some loans out to help me because I'm getting busier. So. Whether that team is just recruiting them to come in and, and take some of the business and, you know, we just share that profit or I bring in a sole person just, you know, underneath me. Uh, we're, we're in that, we're about to be in that stage where we're starting to build a team again, so. So tell tell us a little bit about Cap One Lending because I listen to sports radio all the time, so I have grown up hearing the commercial. Yeah. What it was, and you don't have to go through all, you don't have to go through all the history and stuff, but They've been around a long time, just kind of have a different name now, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, 100%, yeah. So the owners and founders, um, I might give you a little history anyways. Okay. <laughs> uh, Charles and Brian Weatherman um, were the owners and founders of A1 Mortgage. Okay. And then basically they got into private lending and now just merged the two under one new name, Cap One Lending. Got it. Long story short. Still have uh, the same jingle too. Yep, yep. Still he's actually the, at the radio station right now yeah. cutting a new ad. <laughs> but yeah, same jingle, everything. We got the Freedom Loan, which is an amazing loan. I have it on my own house. It pays off your home in like half the time or less without yeah. doing anything different. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, and we're very white glove boutique service. So I'm 
really the point of contact from start to finish and what that does. I mean, although having the team is nice, it creates more freedom for me and allows me to scale a little bit more. Um, at the same time, keeping the team small and keeping me very involved will allow a smaller margin of error. I mean, there's so many things that can go wrong in, in the yes. loan process. You hear deals all the time that fall through last minute because, and it really comes down to the loan officer didn't catch something. Yeah. They'll blame it on the underwriter, they'll blame it on title, whatever. Um, really, it comes down to the loan officer has to be very thorough and diligent up front to catch anything that might ruin the deal down the road. Yeah. So um, by me being kind of the one guy from start to finish, I know the deal inside and out. And by the time I submitted underwriting, it needs just like a couple things to get the clear to close. So um, that is kind of our white glove, hands-on boutique service. So we're just really good at what we do and our success rate's high. And, you know, the volume might not be there, but the referrals are there because we do such a good job from yeah no from I mean, each person the amount of the amount of uh, you know flips and builders risk that if, that were coming through man that that was kind of keeping me busy for a little bit yeah. you know, all the all the different you know all the different people that are into that yeah. and you see too well we see it like when you're talking about all the things that can go wrong i mean the insurance piece of it is just one little piece of it and yeah. oftentimes that's like the I don't know, maybe the last step. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man, it feels like, it feels like everybody's different. It feels like every, everybody that we work with has a little bit different, um, underwriting requirements. You know, they want maybe this kind of liability coverage, this, this property coverage they want to, you know, so that piece of things and having somebody that like, even as we've talked, you've gotten more educated on, okay, Hey, this is how this, this works. And mm-hmm. it's helped, helped me too. Um, and just being able to understand that for the customer because that's a that's another big piece of it. It's, yeah. it's just the insurance piece at the end. So oh yeah, um, yeah, dude, you're you're doing you're doing really well. I know that like if if a couple of the guys that like Matt Webb using mm-hmm. you, is he still using you oh, for yeah. a lot of stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, and we do a lot got, of business. There's, got, there's there's people like that that are coming to you. I mean, you're obviously doing a really good job. So yeah, thanks, man. What about right. what about the family? What about the family life? So yeah. I know you and I have talked a little bit. You got twins, right? Nope. You know? So I got um, my got a one year old, and then another on the way that's due got May it. May twentieth. Got it. Yep. So we'll have two hundred two. So close to twins, right? <laughs> well, maybe, and maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was because yeah, ours are ours were two hundred two as well. Yeah. And uh, what? Boy, girl. Boy, you, yeah. We uh, just found out it's a girl. Okay. Yeah. So you, you actually will probably. We haven't even made an announcement yet. So okay. whoever well, this tunes won't in. go out. This won't go out till Wednesday of next week. <laughs> yeah. And if you want us to edit that out, we can. No, so. we'll leave it. We'll. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a little like what you know. <laughs> yeah. The congratulations. Yeah. There's a pink Power Rangers thing up there. There too, we so go. Perfect. Pink. It, it was meant to be. Yeah. So What about you, boy, girl, boys? Boy, boys, both boys, yep. and so it's funny. Our oldest is six. He's getting re- he's getting ready to turn seven, uh, and he is he's the actually the smaller one. His little brother's twenty two months behind him, mm-hmm. and we just took the the younger one yesterday for a wellness visit, and he's in like the eighty fifth percentile for everything. Yeah, and Macklin, our oldest, he's in like the tenth or fifteenth. Like, oh really? So people see him, yeah. and they're always asking, are, those, are they twins? Because they're uh, like the same size. Yeah, and uh, it, it dude, it's fun. You're gonna it'll be interesting. How the the two under two with the boy and the girl differ? Yeah, because my two man, they just want to beat the crap out of each other all yeah. the time. Like it's, you know, boys, boys. It's yeah. it's insane. Yeah. It's nonstop. They're constantly fighting, but they're also like best friends. Yeah. So, and we were hoping for that, but I, you know, I was 
my sister's two and a half years younger than me, um, and I was the oldest, and yeah. you know, than her. So, and that was fine. I mean, we still played and had fun and were friends. So, yeah. we also antagonize each other. But one thing that I want to do um, is just be very intentional mm-hmm. to my son. It's like, what's your job? Protect protect sister right Mm -hmm. what's your job protect sister and then as he gets older what's your job protect mom protect sister like just kind of instill the the being a man Mm -hmm. and you know being a a protector of your family and your ones that are in your circle whether they piss you off or not at the end day hey you guys get a fight what's your job what's your job protect sister yeah i think i think that i mean i would think that almost that should come naturally right i know you know but it doesn't i don't think it does i me and my sister fought a lot growing up and I just think, you know, love my dad, great dad, but I think he could have probably been a little bit more intentional with, okay. hey, what's your job? What's, you know, and just repeat that and get it instilled, tattooed in my brain. So it's just, if we get into it and we're fighting, I got to remember, okay, hey, this isn't my, like, we're not against each other. We're for each yeah, other. Yeah. We're on the same team, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So let's see how it works. What, what, uh, <laughs> and they'll probably still beat the crap out of each other. Oh, and yeah, fight, they will. Antagonize. But, but. And that's why I keep, I've. For several years, I was trying to convince a man. I'm like, we just let's try for one more because yeah. I really wanted a little girl. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be perfect to have two older brothers. You know? Yeah, even though you can't, who knows? We we yeah. got another. Boy. Not on your control. I think that's pretty much out of the cards now, though. She's like, nah, we're we're good. So, um, what? So you made the transition over to doing what you're doing. And you mentioned you mentioned having a little bit more freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Life balance, that kind of thing. So does your does your wife stay at home? Does she? What she do? No, she's a. She's got a pretty badass role, actually. So she's at the dealership still. Okay. She's been there since day one. Uh, they've been in business seven years now um, over there. Actually, not too far off 7 Highway. Okay. Uh, Monster Men Automotive Group in Blue Springs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but she uh, is the controller, the CFO, I mean, accountant, like just really all, she does a lot. Wears a lot of hats, small mm-hmm. business, you know, as, as we all do in the small businesses. And... Uh, does a lot of stuff with the title work, with the, the LLC, like the business, legal side, um, payroll, you name it. Okay. Really just a lot of the back-end stuff okay. that you need. Yeah. But necessarily might not be for me and you. Like, for sure. Ruby might be more on the front lines. She's in the, the back side, the back end of it. But, but yeah, so yeah, she's been doing that. She's I mean, she's full-time and taking care of Oliver. He's not in daycare or anything. So luckily her dad owns it, so she brings him to the dealership. Um Grandma takes him a few days a week. Um, so, you know, she's, and now she's pregnant too and always not feeling too good. So yeah. she is superwoman. Um, yeah. She's a superhero in our life right now. And I'm the sidekick, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, she does a lot and keeps kind of the household in order on top of working and take yeah. care of all of her. So, uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. I mean, luckily she has a little flexibility with her dad owning it. And she's so efficient at what she does. She can go to the office, be there for three hours and get the whole day worth worth of work done in three hours yeah you know dude yeah like, and the reason i asked that question so like we have you know amanda amanda and myself and then jake and michaela mm-hmm. and so we all were from different really different fields um when we started the agency and we have the opportunity to work with each other every day mm-hmm. and so I, that was a question i had too for you is like doing what you do are you ever in a situation or are you guys in a spot where you ever think about being able to work together or is that, is that ever in the cards or is that something that you guys have ever thought about? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved working with her. I mean, we worked great together. together yeah. And so ever since I got in the mortgage business, I, you know, I said, Hey, if you ever want to get out of the car dealership side, I mean, it might, you know, break your dad's heart, mm-hmm. but if you, if that's what you want, 
we'll find we could do something together with mortgages. Like I need help the help, right? And yeah. she's good at certain things. And it could be things that aren't really time consuming and it's just kind of clerical stuff in the yeah. background. So she could still, because whenever the second baby's born, she is going to quit and be a full-time stay-at-home mom. Gotcha. Um, hopefully we can get her into a rhythm and a routine where maybe when the kids go down, she helps with some marketing stuff or just managing my Facebook or, you know, anything that you can do for an hour or two a day. Um, and then, you know, once the kids get older, my goal is to hopefully bring her in a little bit more because she's so, sh- so sharp that I don't want, you know, I want to help her keep that, that knife sharp, sharp, right? Like keep, keep, uh, the business juices flowing. Cause she's got a lot of great ideas. I bounce a lot of things off of her. We brainstorm together all the time for my business. And so hopefully, I mean, that, that would be my goal and my dream is that she does come and help me out. Um, but who knows, maybe we'll just keep popping out kids and she'll you, just, you know, she's got her hands full and that's fine too. <laughs> no, it is, it is awesome. So like most people don't get the opportunity to have that, yeah. you know, and there's so many people we've had this most conversation. can't do it, right? We, that's the thing. And we've had this conversation with other people on the podcast before too. And the, you know, a lot of people will look at us and they're like, how do you guys work with your spouse every day? And it's, I don't know, like for us, um, it's awesome. Like yeah. we get to see each other. Um, way more than we did before right. would than most people yeah. do and it has its challenges but um, man overall I wouldn't change that at all yeah. so I don't ever really want to go do anything again where we're separate yeah that. so that's a it's a really it's a really awesome thing yeah it was really hard that was probably the hardest thing leaving the dealership was not us not being you know within the same proximity and seeing each other like even if it's a small hey, 10 minute yeah break for lunch right yeah and we go in the office back office and eat together and chat yeah like that's awesome you know and it it does help the relationship in my opinion yeah you have to learn to wear different hats right it's like okay we are co-workers right now and now we're back to husband wife like you have to switch those hats interchangeably like in in most small businesses and just in life in general but once you figure that out it's it's easy you know and as long as you get on the same page but yeah that was the hardest thing was just then now we you know, only saw each other for a couple, you know, a few hours a day not, rather than 12 hours a day or whatever. I'm trying to find a review here. <laughs> no, dude, it is, yeah, I, I can't say enough about that. So goals-wise, you mentioned scalability. You mentioned te- having the team, you know, you're, you're really hands-on. Having a small team mm-hmm. helps, with, helps with a little bit of scalability. What kind of, you know, next couple years does that outlook, like, what's the outlook for you? Yeah. Are you wanting to change it up or are you wanting to get – get bigger you want to kind of keep things where they're at what, what's all that look like yeah um you know things can always change right but my goal uh right now is to to build the investor side of the business to get a team underneath me to run with that i'll always find time and make room for people that want to buy a home right first time home buyers you know consecutive by upgrading their house because their family's getting bigger buying that vacation home in Florida, whatever that may be. I'll always take that on because I know it like the back of my hand and it's, it's, it's easy. It's a little bit more time consuming, but it's, it's easy. Um, but I really want to build, be a staple in the Kansas city community for real estate investing. So going to build that team kind of roll into more probably a manager role, still very hands-on and in the trenches. Um, but if I get into a manager role, uh, the goal is to, you know, go to the board, not the board, but the owners is three of them and try to buy in and be a partner, a, yeah. man, a managing partner. Um, 
which is on the board like it whenever it is as long as I get into that manager role I can buy in um, so that's that's the long-term goal but with the next couple of years is get a team underneath me get that process going get the investor department that I am running and then you know have the funds to buy into the dealership or the dealership the the lending company so that's awesome cap one yep do that well you're gonna do it I can already tell that so thanks brother. Um, man what what else what, what do you think the biggest challenges that you see though with the investment side of things are like because everybody when everybody talks about homes and loans everybody talks about your regular 30-year mortgages and the rates and all that stuff mm -hmm. how does that differ at all on investment properties and if so or if it doesn't like what are the what are the similarities and on how all that stuff works yeah so rates <coughs> rates and fees are a little bit higher um the agencies and just the banks charge a little bit more, a little bit higher risk. You know, if you miss a payment, it's not like you're losing your home, right? You're not getting evicted. You're just losing one of your real estate assets, which yeah. if you're, you know, got it in an LLC, it's really not that big of a deal, but usually it's going to hurt your credit. But anyhow, um, so a little bit higher rates and fees on that. Nothing much though. You can still be profitable long-term. You're still going to build a lot of net worth because of the appreciation and tax adva uh, advantages. But I would say the, the biggest two hurdles right now are, are finding the properties. Um, you can still find them through like a wholesaler mm -hmm. and still make money, you know, still make 30, 50 grand on a flip or buy it and still get cash flow. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you could find the, the beat out the middleman and go straight to the source, you're gonna really make a lot of money. But, yeah. but you can still do volume and, and make up for that using wholesalers, which is fine. Um, that's what we do a lot of. But so I would say finding the property, um, and then also having to put enough cash down to cash flow because rates are higher, the amount of money you're making per month isn't as high as it was two years yeah. ago, right? If you're paying 7% on uh, investment property, you know, you might only be making two, 300 bucks a month for cash flow, putting 25% down. Yeah. Um, it could be even less in some of the nicer areas with a little bit higher purchase price. But those higher purchase prices, you're going to typically have better appreciation and a higher return on the appreciation over time. So um, yeah, I would just say cash flow and finding the properties are the biggest challenges right now, but we still are very busy and there's still people like typically in, in December and January, February, it slows down just because holidays, it's cold out, et cetera. Well, we're still really busy. Investors get active because they know, okay, we're going to find some properties that need to be offloaded, right? These people need to sell because they're moving, they're getting divorced, they're unfortunately dying, and, and yeah. now it's in through probate. Um, so they're active. They're looking for the property. So investors get busy around this time because they know they get better deals, yeah. which I would give that same advice to a first-time home buyer. Don't sit on the sidelines. A lot of people are saying rates are going to drop mid to end of next year. Don't wait for that. Because as soon as you wait for that, the prices are going to go up, or they'll stay the same, and you'll be in a bidding war where you're having to yeah. offer twenty, thirty, fifty grand over asking and pay that cash. So, you know, bite the bullet on a little bit higher payment now. Refi down the road. Get the house at a good price, maybe even get closing costs paid for, get them to pay your rate down. Um, there's a lot of negotiation power right now for buyers if you are active and there's a lot better deals and you're just going to yeah. win long term better if you buy now rather than waiting for rates to drop. So that's my biggest piece of advice for, for anybody, investor or you know primary home buyer. That's a good point. And it's crazy too because we, we've also had this conversation before, um, but it's about, you know, 
our generation and the interest rates that we were used to and seeing are yeah, spoiled. once in a lifetime thing. Like, yeah. they're still right now way better than historically. Oh, yeah. You know, I, mean, I remember my parents were talking about twenty percent interest rate on yeah. the first house, something yeah. like that. It's like it, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. And yeah. I didn't really think about what you just said on, you know, the interest rates might be higher, but the competition um, and, and the bidding war that, that's going to take place, price increases that take place on, you know, interest rate dropping by a couple percent here and there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're just, it's just, either way, you're, you're spending more money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point. And I would say, I would say too, if people are probably selling their house right now, they probably really need to sell. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be, yeah, they wouldn't really be doing yeah. it. So, yeah, those are good points. Um, well, man, I appreciate you coming on here. I do have a review that I want to read real quick since I didn't have it ready to go when we started. And this is from Rachel W. She said, the best insurance team to work with, hands down. They're professional, knowledgeable, and super, super friendly. Switching from my previous carrier was quick and easy. They ended up saving my family hundreds of dollars annually while actually giving us better coverage. Always quick to respond and to answer any questions or requests. Can't say enough of good things about this team. My family will be customers for life. So thank you, Rachel, for that review. Um, guys, the reviews mean a lot. I mean, we can't tell you how many people were like, how'd you hear about us? Uh, we typed it into Google and it popped up and you had a bunch of five-star reviews, so we went there. So yeah. that's taken a little bit of time, Yeah, but I think we're, I don't know, maybe 150 now, something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's up there. We need to get those boosted up again. It's, it's been a five out of five, which is yeah. good. I think we're at like 4.9, one person. But speaking of reviews, we actually got a review contest going on right now. Um, and the winner gets $500 cash. So I'm in second place. But I'm down by like six or seven reviews. So, uh, get you know, you, selfish get you plug here. Cap One Lending. Go to Google. Cap One Lending. Write a review. Drop my name. It could just be nothing and just say Dalton's awesome. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you got trying to get that Christmas cash. You know. There you go, dude. Are you um, are you a big football fan? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's funny because when people see these. If we do it on a Friday, yeah, we've always got our chief stuff on, so yeah, it'll be Wednesday when people see this, and they'll be like, "Why is he wearing a chief jersey?" Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's Red Friday, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, I am. I know. I was looking, picking out the outfit. I'm like, man, I need a, a long sleeve button up chief shirt. That would be, I know, nice. high, dude. They're like eighty five bucks there out. Oh yeah, but I know I need to. I keep wanting to get one on of those. The lower it's like end. the ketchup, you know, the ketchup with the Mahomes and the the Kelsey button ups. No. like the faces are on it. I haven't seen that. No. Yeah. Anyway, man, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, man. Um, I don't think so. I appreciate you coming on. I mean, it's been awesome working with you. Uh, you're, you're great at what you do. So for anybody watching, I mean, I've got to experience firsthand what, what you and your team can do. You're fast. You're quick. You've been helping out our clients, um, getting them fair rates, and just uh, allowing them to, to grow their portfolios on the real estate investing side. So, um, no, I, I appreciate you having me coming on. I'm looking forward to keep working with you and getting some deals done and yeah, um, I just appreciate you. So. Well, man, we appreciate you too, and that's one of those things too. Like it's even been, you know, it's been a learning thing for me uh, because before, before when Matt was, you know, Matt Webb, he, he says a lot of stuff our way, and mm-hmm. when he was sending a lot of those at the beginning, they were a certain type. Well, then when he started working with you, you guys had a little bit different requirements. So having somebody that's kind of like you said in the trenches from start to finish, it's the same point of contact. Mm-hmm. I think you and I have both learned a lot as we've done two or three of these, yeah. you know, and you know, to make it even that much quicker, we know right away, Hey, this is the company we got to go to yeah. because this is the requirements. Yeah. Um, because on the flip side, things can get tricky yeah. and certain companies are, dude, insurance is just nuts. Yeah. Like insurance companies don't even want to write 
a, a single home right now. Like they, wow. they, they want home auto together on the flip side, obviously yeah. that's going to be different. Um, but it's just, it's just constantly changing. So yeah. anyway, good stuff, man. Yeah. Hope you like the setup too. I know you've got oh, your yeah. own, you've got your own podcast. Have you got any podcasts done yet? Or Yeah, I got one. Um, I filmed it. It was because I just took my mics and my cameras and went to actually a Reese Nichols office downtown Lee Summit. Okay. We filmed one there. So I got one underneath the belt. I'm trying to fine tune my setup in my office. Um, so coming here and seeing what you got definitely will help. Um, making the background look a little swaggy like yours. Um, got a little bit smaller setup, so I got to, you know, get creative there but uh but yeah no we're we're uh hopefully gonna keep doing it you know i want to do it once a week like yeah. how you're doing or at least once every other week and then just kind of interview people in the community learn from them help them grow their social media platforms yeah. same kind of goals that that you have yeah yeah and the ba- the, the background stuff that's all that was all the girls the yeah. girls i know i might need to hire them to come help me out yeah, <laughs> they have that that vision you know that touch yeah Guys are just like, oh, this looks good, you know. Yeah, Jake and I, Jake and I were like, <laughs> they're asking us what we think, and we, we looks good, it yeah, looks good. Right. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, hey, thank you guys for tuning in, and that was episode sixty-nine of Yellow Colored Glasses. Dalton O'Donnell with Catherine Lindy. Um, go leave a review. Yeah. All right. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.